Chapter 2 of Elsie's Womanhood. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Gabrielle C. Elsie's Womanhood by Martha Finley. Chapter 2 Mutual Love, the Crown of All Our Bliss. Milton's Paradise Lost. After a half hour of waiting for her son's return, Mrs. Travilla sat down to her lonely cup of tea. There was no lack of delicacies on the table, and in all Edward's tastes had been consulted. To make him comfortable and happy was, next to serving her God, the greatest aim and object of his mother's life, and, in a less degree, of that of every servant in the house. They had all been born and brought up at Eon, and had all these years known him as the kindest, most reasonable, and considerate of masters. Wish Master Edward come. These waffles just prime tonight, and he's so fond of them," remarked the pretty mud little girl, handing a plate of them to her mistress. "Yes, Prilla. He expected to be at home, but he is probably taking tea at the Oaks or Roselands." The old lady supped her tea and ate her waffles with a supreme happy face, now and then lighted up by a pleased smile which her attendant handmaid was at a loss to interpret. Having finished her meal, Mrs. Traveller threw her shawl about her shoulders and stepped out upon the veranda. Then, tempted by the beauty of the night, walked down the avenue to meet her son or see if there were any signs of his approach. She had not gone half the distance ere the sounds of horses' hoofs reached her ear. Distant at first, but coming rapidly near, till a lady and gentleman threw in at the gate, while the servant who had been riding in the rear dismounted and threw it open. They came dashing up, but paused, and drew rein at the sound of the old lady standing there under the trees. Mother, cried her son, springing from the saddle, you are not alarmed? Anxious, surely? No, no, Edward, but glad to see you and Elsie. My dear child, this is very kind. Not at all, dear Mrs. Travilla. It is so lovely an evening for a ride. Or walk either, she added, giving her hand to her escort and swinging lightly to the ground. Mr. Travilla put the hand into that of his mother. Take her to your heart, mother. She is mine. Ours, he said, in low tones tremulous with joy. The old lady folded a slight girlish form to her breast for a moment, with a silence more eloquent than words. Thank God, thank God, she murmured at length. He has given me my heart's desire. A mingled caresses and tears fell upon Elsie's face. For many years I have loved you as my own child, and now I am to have you. How bright our home will be, Edward. But we are darkening another. Her father, can he? Has he? He has given her to me, answered the son quickly, and he has. We have given ourselves to each other. Let me give an arm to each of you, and we'll go into the house. The veranda at the oaks were deserted, and the house was very quiet, though lights still shone here and there as Mr. Traveller and Elsie rode up and dismounted on their return from Eon. A servant rose from the grass, where he had been lying at his ease, came forward and led away his young mistress's pony, while the lover bade her a tender good night, sprang into the saddle again, and presently disappeared. Lost to view amid the trees and the windings of the road, 
though the sound of horses hoofs still came faintly to elsie's ear as she stood intently listening a sweet smile irradiating every feature absorbed in her own thoughts and in the effort to catch those fast retreating sounds she did not hear a step approaching from behind but an arm encircled her waist and a low deep breathed my darling woke her from a reverie she looked up her eyes beaming with affection papa i am rather late am i not not very hark the clock is but just striking ten come let us sit down here for a while we have hardly had a chat together to-day he sighed slightly as he drew her closer to him no papa dear there has been so much company she answered laying her head on his shoulder and and what as she paused your father used to know all that concerned you one way or the other is he to be shut out from your confidence now ah i think he must have been for some time past i could not tell you that papa she murmured blushing visibly in the moonlight indeed i hardly knew it myself till till when the night is sophie's wedding ah he said musingly but i cannot get over my surprise he is your senior by so many years and you have known him from childhood and looked upon him as some sort of uncle i wonder at your choice but you don't object papa no if i must give you away and i've always known that would come some time i would rather attribute to him than anyone else for i can never doubt that he will be tender or true to my precious one which he leaves her father's home for his papa papa don't speak of it she cried winding her arms about his neck i can't bear to think of it that our home will no longer be the same that i can't come to you every night and be full into your heart as i have ever been since i was a little girl well dearest he said after a moment in which he held her very close and caressed her with exceeding tenderness we shall not be far apart or miss passing some time together many th days of the year and you are not in haste to leave me oh no no where should i be please keep me a little while yet i intend to it will take at least a year to get used to the thought of joy without you and so long traveller must be contented to wait nor can we give you up wholly even then your suite of rooms shall still be yours and you must come now and then and occupy them for days or weeks at a time now daughter good night come to me to-morrow morning in my study soon after breakfast i have something more of importance to say to you i shall obey and without fear she answered gaily though i remember once being quite frightened at a similar order but that was when i was a silly little girl and didn't know how dearly my own papa loved me and when he was strangely stern to his own little child he answered with another tender caress End of chapter two Recording by Gabrielle C.